Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to Sportline here on Scarab Bay Community Radio in association with their credit union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on the tuning app. I'm joined, as always, uh, here by co-presenter Pat McNamara and our guest today, our double-winning manager, Scarab for Gunloa and minor Camogie, Derek Murphy. We're going to be joined by James Keane of Kilnina, Liam Minogue of Bodike and Kilkishan Bodike, who's going to talk to us about handball. And finally, we're going to be joined by Vikas, a club official, Deirdre Sampson, reminiscing on their great victory in the minor Camogie final last Saturday. And now we're joined here in studio by a jubilant uh, Scarif Ogunlo uh, minor Camogie manager, a man who's after putting back-to-back minor, champ- minor A championships together, a man well-known in the sporting circles, that was a prolific underage hurler and footballer in, in his day, and his also a club and county. It's none other than uh, Derek Murphy, uh, manager of Scarif Ogunlo minor Camogie team. Derek, you're welcome to Scarif Bay Community Radio. Thank you very much. Derek, Last Saturday, I suppose, for a minor team, it was nearly as complete a performance as you could get uh, in a minor A final. And I know it's back-to-back minor finals, but really these girls, they really did come of age um, last Saturday in Cusick Park. They did, yeah. They were, they were excellent. Excellent bunch of girls. Um, there's some of them girls that are top-class players. There's four of them there that won a um, uh, Munster Championship last, last year with Scarif, played in an Ireland semi-final, and they brought it through last Saturday. And Derek, you know, t- didn't today or yesterday that this team came together, you know, these ladies have been on, as this minor team have, you know, started obviously from the, of 13 or 14, but yeah. really there has been, a, a, like the steps in the leather, there has been natural progression all along. Yes, well, this team has won under 13 championship. We were in the 15 finals, we won the 16 final, and now we're after winning the minor final. Um, when we won, when we were in compete, um, took part in Fela, Blow and Kilkenny, we got to the Ireland semi final and it was three them girls starting that day. And that's they've grown of age since and they've come on leaps and bounds and, now they're, and they're playing three, them three girls and they're playing senior for the last two years. And it's shown in, in what they do in the field and how they, how they play in the field and how they conduct themselves in the field and how they fight for every ball and to bring on the younger players, especially. I started last Saturday with three 15 year olds. Never thought I'd three fifteen year olds playing last Saturday at the start of the year. But that's the year the way the year worked out for me. And Derek, you know, um coming on the on the back of of uh, say winning that last year and a major victory over Einik in the morning in very difficult conditions above in, in Father McNamara Park and you know it was great to get that one over over the line. But even to look at the players last Saturday, you know, the improvement in the twelve months has been you know, unimaginable as a team. I suppose it is, yeah. Um, I was nervous coming into the game, but I knew we had the team to do it. The girls put in a super, super effort. Everyone them one from twi- from one to 25, 26 there. I knew they had it in them. Um, and we just walked from there. And Derek, was it hard? It, it didn't seem to be with point by the performance. Hurt, you know, a lot of teams when you'd win a minor championship, you'd say, that's it, you'd throw your head at it. But, these ladies, they came back more, even more determined to win it back to back. They did, but I didn't let the standard drop. I kept the standard high. I kept it on to them that this is the year for them. They can't let the standards drop, and they don't let the standards drop. Every day they go out, they fight for every single ball, and if they do, if they, it's all about hooking and blocking, all about the work rate. And you've seen that last Saturday, their work rate was unbelievable. One of the things, well, Derek, um, about the team, obviously they're brilliant players. Uh, skill-wise, the, the coaching has been excellent up along, obviously. But as well as that, I thought in the physical stakes and the, and they were they were I'd say they were any fifty-fifty ball. They're, they're extremely powerful and they have a great physique and they they know how to use it legitimately. So great power, especially driving forward at the ball. You know, <clears throat> they completely outpowered Truk as well as outplaying them. Yeah, well, they don't make any excuses for themselves. As I tell them every day, if they get a belt, you get up. We look after you after half time or after the game. There's no excuses out here. You just take you take the belts. If you have to give one, you have to give one. If you don't, you don't. You just take. It's all about the ball. Every single ball. That's all you have to worry about. The one thing about taking that belt, the one way to give it back to another team is putting it over the bar or put it under the bar. It's very very simple. And Derek, even you know, as even looking at the, as you, you spoke about work rate uh, a number of minutes ago, there right. And it was evident from the word go, you set down your template, now look at you, you were a hard working player yourself in your day, you know, and it wasn't easy, easy to get the best of you. 
you've brought that uh, mentor into the teams you've trained as well. And it was quite evident from early on last Saturday that there was a savage hunger. There was never a Clannelle, a two Clannelle player left in the row. And there was, there always seemed to be, every time someone went, was up with two or three players around them, no matter where they were on the pitch. Yes, well, I've instilled them. It's all about work rate. It's all about, if, if one girl loses the ball, it's not her fault, you go back and help her. Don't be ever worry about losing the ball. It's all about the next one. Don't make the mistake again. And keep working, work rate. Work rate, hooking and blocking every single ball. And and apart from that, even, you know, to score, what, 3-9, 3-10 in Cusick Park. And, yes. You know, and even giving subs a run as well. You know, it was a tremendous achievement. And at, at the end of the day, you know, goals win matches. You were going for goals, you know... So it's a sign of a good team. You were trying to really, you know, get at them and get at them early. Well, I have a drill into them that they're not, they don't be afraid to score goals. Just take them on. Take every ball you get. You take it on. If you can't, if you can't hit it in position, pass it. If you can, if you take, if every opportunity you get to take them on, take on the girls. Take on your player. Try and get your score. You referred to it already, Derek. That uh, you know, you you had a few girls playing last. Last Saturday, who have monstrous senior club medals with, with Scarlett Gunlow and played in the Lionel semi final, and the experience that, that showed first of all in how brilliant they were the last day, but also for the girls who haven't got that but playing and training with them, that must boost the other girls knowing I'm training with these, I can be as good as these. That's, that's the level that Scarlett Gunlow have reached. Yeah, well, when I train with all them girls, as I said, there were six 15 year old girls come in this year, I'd never seen them before, and they come in, they were all treated the same. All the girls, they all blended 100%. They were all good friends. They all worked for each other. And they all put into constant effort. There was no one left out in training. And, and that's the way it worked. A few of the younger girls improved during the year. Parents said it during the night, Saturday night, that they were delighted the way their girls improved. And they're de- delighted they're still playing Camogie. There's a great spirit, obviously, in the camp. There's a great camaraderie there with the girls. I mean, everything is almost right. I, I was saying to Leo, I think, during the game, but certainly after it, Certainly was a squad, a team, and maybe a squad without a weak link. That's very un- unusual at that level. Yeah, I'm sure. When you have 26 girls pulling the right way, and they've all the right attitude, and they're fit, and they're dying to get the ball, because at the end of the day, it's all about winning the camogie ball, and letting up to the field, letting up to the forwards, and getting your job done right. And that's what they, that's what they strive on. And that's what I, I emphasise in training. It's all about hitting the ball, playing the ball. And getting getting up up to the field and get it um get up into the forwards where we can score. Yeah, it seemed to it, it seemed a, a change you know from a lot of the styles around Jerry. And look, at, it was more of a direct style. You know, there was no there's definitely no missing. The speed of the ball up was, I know you'd say get it out your own area as fast yeah. as possible, but they put it into space as well. There was no ball that was just heat aimlessly. The the amount of cross field diagonal balls that's had a, you know, for girls at that age, you know, you wouldn't expect to see that, and and you know because. So the first time in a long time when I went in to saw the team lined up and your corner foul and wing forwards were out by the lines and Cusie Park is, is a peak enough field and they kept those lines, you know, and the one time one straight, she wasn't long going back in again. A very good player, by the way, in, in young McNulty, yes. and one for the future, you know, but that's the way it was. You, you, that's the style of play that you but want. All them girls know how to play Camogie and when we go training, that's what we do. We play Camogie, we strike the ball nearly for the full hour and they absolutely love it. There's no talk and no missing there. They're just focused on the full hour and they go head for letter for that. And it's all about just getting the ball, let up to the field, let it up, and we're always good enough then to win it. I suppose, the, as you say, the enjoyment of training is a massive thing for young girls to keep them playing the game and get, yes. them, and get them that positive. But secondly, for girls of that quality in a minor A final, it was also great to be in the county's best stadium. I think that was a great move on behalf of Camogie. I'm sure you enjoyed that, that part of it. Yeah, it was brilliant actually, but I was, I was very nervous going in because my first time... The day I played in it myself down through the years, and it's a daunting place. Didn't have too many great days there, and I was wor- very worried about the girls and the big field. I knew it probably would suit us a bit better, mm-hmm. but yeah. you just—I was just nervous before and for them that everything would work out right. Catholic, whatever I tell you, you couldn't be worried about team ladies because they just totally embraced the challenge. Just, just, you know, they were going as far at hard at the end as they were at the beginning, and that's, that's testament to the fitness you have. But that's my nature, Leo. I, I worry for them because I want the best for them. I would never um, sit back my laurels saying, oh, this could happen. I would push them to the end, make sure that they were they were right for Saturday. And Derek, you have a very good backroom team with you as well. And, you know, even having the experience of Ben Broderick and Mason, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and all Ireland, Miller Miller with yes. neighbouring county, you know, she walks away in her in a quiet way. Yes. But 
she knows what and the girls respect her in as well yes and is, and is very very good and also Christine McKinnon excellent excellent as well and Aidan Kelly is very very good we all we all have our little jobs to do just if there's a change made we're all consulted and we all work well together and does that bit extra she looks after the backs and she, she trains our goalkeeper then as well she, I put a, try and put a lot of time on our goalkeeper maybe half an hour every training session every night if I can into the goalkeeper to improve her practice this is a lady like that we, we know about she's the skill star uh, in Clare Camogie yeah. you know she knocked out the goalie that was there last year which is was testament to how good this lady is um, she has brilliant hands there's no doubt she can go a long way uh, Derek Nisha, yeah, she's excellent. Um, I've watched, I'm with Camogie now for less than eight years and she's the one player that I've seen has the, the best strike of a ball I've ever seen in the last seven, eight years coming out of Scarf Scarf Gun. It's so easy, so sweet. Great strike of a ball, great free taker as well. Excellent, great attitude. Brilliant, brilliant girl. 15 years of age, playing a minor final the way she played was absolutely outstanding. Yeah, there was also a made of sense of sales as well. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I suppose those girls a lot of them at the age now um, they're equipped a lot of other things happening in their lives was leaving starts being done and maybe off to college soon enough would you be encouraging them to play freshers in college and continue to into Ashburn Cup and all that kind of thing which of course it would, yeah. for them? of course well, my own daughter's going to Cork there during the week and I'm hoping she'll play freshers down in Cork that's, of course that's, yeah. that, I suppose that's, that's what brings yes. on girls that extra step again in yes. a different in a different well, setting, yeah. talking to other girls I've gone to college mm-hmm. in Scarborough going to they all know every 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 college in in um in Ireland knows Scarafagulna now. We've such a high profile. Oh, you're from Scarafagulna, and that's great. Brilliant. Is he, is he a big? Is he a great stepping stone? Of no, course, yeah. no doubt about that. You know that you don't. You know you have that. And look at all you have to do is look up Munster medals and you no know, county minor medals down on top of it as yes. well. It's 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 a fair army to bring. Derek, you could you've done two minors back to back. There's no doubt yourself. You're a, an ambitious man. You know, you'll be maybe looking to take a step maybe in, further up the ladder in Club Camogie or even County Camogie, Derek. Well, if that happens, it happens. I'm not, um, I've two, I've three younger girls. I've a girl under 15 and a girl, a daughter under under 14. So I'm looking after them as well. They're my priority. But if something else comes on, I'll, I was helping out on the tor- count under 13 this year, I think, which is going to be under 14 next year. We did four training sessions already. I think we're going to add some more there before Christmas, so hopefully, hopefully I'm involved in that with my daughter as well in that. And Derek, in terms of development, you know, and you can see the development of Scarlet Gunlow for the last few years, and as you said, and your, your, your next daughter, Ruby, is a fine a fine player as well, there's no doubt about it. I think they get all their holding from Bodike. That's... Uh, have to put that in there Derek. sorry about sorry, sorry about that you know um, what to say Leo probably <laughs> skipped a generation <laughs> but having said that um, development Derek is the key and you know you must take great satisfaction at the end of the campaign you know for this this team that underage team it's, a, it's over there'll be a new team again next year you know because there's yeah. so many so many gone but it must give you great uh, pride and satisfaction at the end of the day of what has been achieved yeah it's all about giving the girls belief Belief, belief the whole time that they can do it and they know they can do it. And when they train hard and put in the effort, that they will do it. It's all about hard work and they put in the hard work every day. We were just, in the minor competition, I suppose, in Clare is a bit unfortunate that it coincides with the senior competition. So that means I can only train one night a week because they're with the seniors the two or three other nights a week. And it's, it's kind of pretty hard to get it right. But we seem to be getting it right here in Scarborough because we worked well with the senior management this year and, and last year that we were able to play our matches and there was no bit of friction at all. I mean, that the girls are happy then is the most important thing. That when they're with both camps and we're training, we, we have them one day and they have them two or three days that it works out well for them and they're not overtired and that, that they love playing camogie. Yeah, because it looked, last I heard it definitely that they were fresh and raring for all. And, and, you know, the key to the whole thing is communication and, yeah. and, 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 you know, it's all about building the club and that's what it is at the end of the day. And, Safe to say that these miners are going deeply going in the right direction. Yeah, well, Ferris now, after the last senior game, I, I had 10 days for the girls. So we had three training sessions and they got plenty of rest and were very, very well um, tuned in for the Saturday. Pat, you know, Scarfa Gundo, you know, they're going for, you know, a back-to-back championship. They haven't done that yet. You know, they've won, which is like uh, a scheme on and off, you know, two monster clubs. Some tremendous talent and great players coming through, Pat. Yeah, sure. Watched them since we joined the radio station here. Watching them for the last what, six, five or six years. I mean, to meet up the scene has been 
first of all, a real joy to watch the development as a squad <clears throat> and the changes in that squad over a few years as well. There's a good few changes you wouldn't even think about. But um, what I noticed about last Saturday was this, that whatever two or three players in the senior squad now that might be maybe coming towards the end of their careers, the replacements coming up are outstanding. So there'll be a complete, very easy transition, I think, as time goes on. That doesn't mean everything will be perfect, but I think Scarafogunlo is in a really, really good place. There's no other club has the talent coming through, I'd say, from from 15 to 18, as Scarafogunlo have. And if that's nurtured, and I'm sure Derek and other people involved like that will be nurtured properly, they're going to be very, very strong. And whoever, whatever girls will be retiring in the next couple of years, I think there'll be a seamless transition of new players in, and they'll be every bit as strong, if not stronger. And even, Derek, I know you, you'd lower to say, but even looking at the team last Saturday, there's very few of them players not going to make senior in the very near future. Yeah, you'd be hoping, yeah. Yeah, they they have the talent to do it, and hopefully hopefully all the right structures in place that the, the training is good up and long and that they get their chance in and they can take it. They probably start the 16-year-olds to start off a junior, and hopefully they can progress in into senior, nice and gently. To pick a highlight... Out of the year, obviously last Saturday, is, is there yeah. a, any moment that you'd say of your journey in the last four years that you thought maybe this thing is possible down the road that we could do back to back in the minor? Um, they could do back to back. It is always in the back of your head. That I knew we were always good enough. Last year we went up to Ireland Kilmore and we lost by nine points. I was very disappointed after the game, but I knew five minutes down the road and I was driving home. I knew what to do. I did. I used it to my advantage, and that proved when we beat Manny um, Kilnoran by a goal in the final. And some of us, a couple of the girls, didn't play well that day, and what they should have played. But we won it by still won it by a goal, and I know I I've belief in the girls, so and they know, they listen to me every every day of training, and they they love training, which is most most important. And when they love training, then they love going out in the field, they love to, to express themselves, and they love to, to die in the field for me. And that's the time, there's no doubt, Derek Murphy, they brought every piece of spirit and fighting spirit and tigership into yeah. the, into the, much the same as you played it yourself. And look at, congratulations on being double winning minor manager. And it's not the last, or the last we've heard of Derek Murphy. I think, you know, I know it's your first time here in the studio. I know we'll be talking to him in many, many more times to come further down, further down. Derek, thanks for coming in and taking time to talk to us here. Thank, Thank you very much. Thanks, Derek. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. And once again, thanks to Derek Murphy uh, for coming in and taking the time to talk to us here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Now we're going to go over uh, the road to Small Base and you know, we were talking to Derek about Camogie. This next uh, guest we have here is a brilliant Camogie player uh, as well, but it's not about Camogie. We have this girl in tonight. This is an All-Ireland uh, winning handball champion uh, from the Tungraney Club. Plays Camogie with uh, Kilkishan Budaik. It's Leah Minogue. Leah, you're welcome to Scarif Bay Community Radio. Thank you very much. <laughs> Leah, look, we've been talking about this for a while, trying to get you on, but just trying trying to pin you down, because you're, you're 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 a very very busy woman. First of all, we're going to start talk about obviously your your handball career. First of all, and congratulations on being an All Ireland handball champion Thank and you. contesting more than one final this year. How did you get into handball in the first place? Um, I suppose I just, my brother and sister were playing it, and of course I just kind of took it up casually as well, and. You know, the Camogies play during the summer months and handball kind of during the winter. So it was just, I took it up like that very casually and I kept on playing it and entered competitions and I'm still going. Yeah, really. of course, it's not out your family is a, a tremendous sporting family. You know, um, your mother Hazel played for a gun. <laughs> Pet was a prolific underage hurler for, 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 for Badaik. He was also chairman of Badaik. But of course, your brother Keen and, and, and Sarah, Sarah yeah. and Claire are brilliant players as well. You started off, who was your first coach at handball when you started off? Oh, um, I suppose there's no coach really. You'd have to train in about two or three times a week and there'd always be people there refing matches. But I suppose you'd always find Jim Nash in the alley or there'd be a few of them. Um, but um, no coach really, well, unless you call Mam my coach. She's always there at all the matches. But um, I train myself, like, to be yeah, honest, really. Yeah, yeah. It's up to you, like, to keep yourself motivated and keep going over. And um, would you get people, would you ask people to come in and play you? Obviously, when you're, you're so good, like, people from other, outside the county would come to play you in games anyway, but you'd have no problem getting games. Would you, would you yourself go out and look for games? Um, well, it is actually quite hard to find games, especially because there's not many girls playing it because the boys use a different ball to the girls. So it is kind of hard to find games. Um, because there w- there isn't many girls playing, but um, 
It is Anya Lenehan from um, the Cognition Club and I did the doubles with her. So we, we played a good bit together this year, um, training, so that was good. Um, so, yeah. And Claire, um, who is, is Anya then your main opponent in Clare as well? Even though uh, well, I know you played the doubles together. <laughs> yeah, this year in the minor I played her in the county final for the singles. Um, there was just the two of us. Um, so I suppose, yeah, for the county she would be, but um, next year I'll be junior, so there'll be different opponents because she, she's still minor. And then um, talk about your, your uh, achievements. You, you won the under-17 earlier on the year up in, I think it was yeah, in Mayo, was it? Ju- no, in Tyrone. In Tyrone, sorry. Yeah. You went a long way up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, the junior nationals were in Tyrone there. Um, it was the 17 and under. And, yeah, it was a big achievement, to be honest. It was my first... All-Ireland achievement in singles. You had one in doubles. I had, prior. Yeah, I had yeah. two in doubles. But this is my first one in singles. So, yeah, it was quite a big deal to me. Um, so I was delighted to win that. Um, so, yeah, it was a w- I, we were up there for the weekend, myself, Mam and Claire. Claire was playing as well. But, um, yeah, I had two matches on the Saturday and then the final on the Sunday. Um, so it was a good weekend. Good weekend. <laughs> yeah, congrats. Great to hear of your achievements. Thank if you. I'll just ask you a question. What's the most important qualities I, I wouldn't know a whole lot about, about, uh, about um, handball that I've been as lucky as Leo to be living near Elia Dermot Grainy we were up in the hills in Flagman and Kilnina but seriously what are the, the main skills you need and the main qualities you need to be a top or a handball player in um, I suppose um, a lot of people say like if you're playing a match and you're losing it's important to keep your head and a lot of people do say that I am composed in an alley that like if I am losing you need to knock it down and about about it just keep your head up and if even if you lose the first game you can still win the second game and go on to win the match so a lot of people say that to keep composed and keep your head up and not to get down about missing a shot um, I'd say that's the most yeah, important that's thing that's a great answer and secondly yeah. what's your greatest strength in terms of your skills at the game but what's your what's your best shot or your best your best heart of your um, game um i love going for a passing shot so it's if you're both in the center of the alley to kind of hit the ball at a height that it comes back that they can't hit it after the first bounce but by the time it gets to the back it's dead as dead. well i like that shot <laughs> i tell you but by the way you're describing it there i would like to <laughs> one ever <laughs> yeah it's a hard one to hit back yeah but around in uh yeah, from the under seventeens and look at it does does you handball now is kinda of, he's going all year round anyway, near, yeah. near, near enough. Yeah. What was after that then? Um th- after the nationals I two weeks again I was back up in Tyrone. Um there was the Paddy Grogan Memorial Tournament. So it's a tournament where about is it twenty four juveniles are chosen for it and they pick six teams of four and you kinda of play each other and my team ended up getting to the final and we won it. So it was a very good two weeks up in Tyrone and it was a very good tournament. Is someone to take you on Tyrone? <laughs> yet before. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it was a very good two weeks. Uh, and um, yeah, and that tournament's only held every two years. So yeah. it was a nice one. Leading on from that then? That one, well, after that, I had my leave insert, so I was out for a bit. But then after I had my leave insert done, I started training for the Big Alley and for uh, the competition I got to the All-Ireland in. So I had the Munster semi-final and final and then the All-Ireland semi-final and final. Yeah. So I'm just finished with the big alley now and back into the small alley. The next question, everyone. <laughs> Obviously, you know, anyone in Tungreni is lucky to have the big alley and, and the small alley. Obviously, the small alley is your, is your favourite, doesn't it? Um, I, I, I don't know now. I had this in my previous... I did the interview for the, um, for the All-Ireland. I had an interview as well and I said, I don't know which one is my favourite. I was like, when I'm playing the big alley, I like the big alley and I like the small alley when I'm playing that too. So... I don't know. I don't know if I have a favourite. When, when the Big Eddie competitions come up then, right, would you totally just play in the Big Eddie? You wouldn't go back in? No, no, just, just, just Big Eddie. Yeah, because they are quite different. Like, like I went to the small alley there for the first time on Sunday. And strange. <laughs> yeah, very strange. It's a lot smaller, like different ball, different shots. Like It is very different. Would you play the boys now in, in, in challenge matches, you know, as you come up, you know, I suppose maybe for strength in that. No, I know you're a very skillful player because I che- we have checked it out. There's no other. You're a very skillful player. Would you play the boys in games? Um, see, the boys for the small alley, they use a different ball, so I could ask them for matches, but it you feel like they have to go back then to the dark blue, which would be my ball. So okay. it is quite difficult, um, to get matches. Um, yeah. What's next for Liam Minogue? 
<laughs> I know you're going to college. I know you're going to college. Yeah, and college. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be, yeah. Probably, you'll be playing handball there as well. Yeah, I'm going to sign up to the handball team there, and they have come. They've like weekends away, so there's week a weekend away in Wexford in October, Galway in November, and then hopefully, um, usually in February time they go to America. So hopefully that goes ahead this year, and I'll be going over to America. I think they know. I think they must know about Liam and Olga already. <laughs> <laughs> maybe hopefully and in, in your club career then as you said you, you're you now gone out of minor you're going into you're going to uh, the yeah, next junior. level is, is yeah. junior right? yeah um, so yeah I'll be next competition will probably be the small alley championship so that's probably around Christmas time so yeah hopefully I think there's a few girls in Clare who are junior so it'll be tough enough I say to get out of it um, so yeah the singles and the junior and the doubles and will you have you to find an, obviously you have to find a new partner now for the junior because mm. as you said Anya oh, yeah, still, minor. still minor yeah, yeah. so who have you lined up <laughs> see whoever enters <laughs> <laughs> good yeah. answer good answer there's no other one women's handball um, has got very very popular yeah right I see Katrina Casey and Mart- obviously Martina McMahon they're the yeah. they're yeah, the they're go, the they're the go-to two. women yeah, and definitely. they seem to be betting notes yeah, they're in every final. They're, Martina is probably the number. She's still winning though. And Martina won the big alley. Katrina won the, the small, small alley. alley. Right, so, so it is yeah. one for one. For yeah. one. Can you see yourself knocking them off their perch in time to come? Uh, in a few years, a good few years maybe. But um, yeah, there is a lot of us young ones coming up. Like to be honest, um, there's a good bunch of us because like even my age and the minor, like I didn't get to any. Apart from the nationals, I didn't get to all our, any All Ireland singles finals, so there is a good bunch of us coming up. So it is going to be tough and hard to get up to the top. But I would like to see myself up there in a good few years. But as you're going to college now, and definitely you'll be getting plenty of competition. You'll be coming up in more top class players yeah. on a more consistent basis. Yeah, yeah. It can only but be good for you. Yeah, no, definitely. Like any match is good, and even when you're losing you don't mind once you're playing well like I always found that like when I was playing like all through my um when I was playing growing up like I didn't always win but I was happy with how I was playing and that satisfied me like once I was playing well and I was enjoying it I didn't really mind losing yeah the one thing I I, I find about handball and I can remember Pat I don't do remember years ago there was a handball tournament on it should be on television when we were top ace mm-hmm. yeah top ace, and yeah that show maybe the highlights of our Ireland final. Now I know you can see games on your own games, but on Street. the YouTube or, yeah. or and and yeah. which is a a great um, invention or you know ad- addition to the game. But do you think there should be more games shown on television be, to really build the profile? No, I think of the sport? it would be a great asset to the sport. Like um, you know, it is. I find it is a very enjoyable sport, and they, they live stream the games on the GA Handball Facebook, yeah. and I do be watching them nearly every weekend. I I think they are very exciting, and I think if they could get the games on TV, more people would be interested in the sport. Um, because even like the All Ireland weekend, see, Ali does be packed, and then even uh, there does be like up to a thousand people watching on the live stream as well. Like, yeah, so I there see. is the interest there. Yeah, Liam's mentioned um, the Ali, the Ali, various Ali's. I know I probably know the answer. It might be Tyrone, but have you a favourite Ellie? Do you like playing, or where where are your favourite venues to play in? I I don't really have a favourite. I always feel any alley I play in, I can adapt to it. But obviously, <laughs> I love playing in Tungrainy, like it's your home court. Um, I don't I don't really have a favourite. I I like it all of them. To you. be you honest, just win, you just win very <laughs> yeah. good. It's great great no, answer no, to have. Yeah, no, yeah. I do like them. Yeah, they're all good alleys in fairness. Yeah, they're all kept yeah. in good good condition. Yeah, apart from your handball career, you're also okay, a top class hockey player, <laughs> as we, we we've seen uh, in in the past. Is it hard to keep combined the two, or can you work one off the other? And I know, look, you're probably missing training yeah. at times due to having to concentrate. Because when you're playing handball, you just have to concentrate on handball, you know. Yeah. Can you find you, you can work one after the other? Um, well, there the last few weeks I missed two senior championship matches because of my handball. Because uh, I did semi-final, the All-Ireland semi and final. So the senior matches were on the Friday and the handball on the Saturday. So I had to tell them, like, I couldn't play because you couldn't risk getting yeah. injured. Especially when I was training for so, so long. So... Yeah, it is hard to keep the two of them. Like, it's easy to play the two of them, but it's when the matches are on and dates clash, that is the tough part. Um, like, I find I can do 
both training was like I can go to my camogie training and go to my handball training but it's the matches, matches. and dates clashing with the, with the sports going on all year round, when does Liam and Oak take it? No, you said you took a break for the leave and set, which is... But when do you take, do you, do you ever, do you switch up or do you take a break at all? Or do you, just, do you just keep continuously going with the I flow? suppose after I have a big competition, I will take a week or two break. But I don't mind, you know, just going over to the alley once or twice a week. Like, I like it, so it's not much, not that it's much training to me, but I enjoy it. Like, it's not... Um, so training isn't a chore at all. You just no, you just no. love the game, and yeah, you can see yeah. by you, you can see by the way you you talk about yeah. in your reaction. That, you know, and just ask Leo, um, do you find that the, the skills you've learned in handball, the sharpness with hand and eye coordination, is a help in camogie? Also, oh, definitely. Yeah. A lot of people say to me like, I put my hand up for every ball nearly like and they're like, oh, that's the handball hand sticks, the handball hand like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do feel it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Great for coordination, obviously. Yeah. 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 Look, you're a tremendous uh, sport and family. I, I, I'd say there's nothing else really uh, spoke about in, 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 in your house over there, you know, um, with Keen and the Hurling and, and Claire also, you know, and, and, and Sarah, who was, a, you know, and Sarah got a winning score in the Ireland Great Union <laughs> final, uh, our community games final yeah. many, 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 many years ago, you know. But in fairness, you, you know, your mother and your father, they're just brilliant and yeah. You couldn't get be brought. You wouldn't be. They bring you everywhere. Like yeah, they no, go definitely. Everywhere. In fairness to mum, like she'd drive me all over the country. Like you know, she brought me up to Tyrone. Like um, you can't really ask for much more. And I know she'd bring me anywhere. Like in all the trainings and dad as well for whenever mum isn't around. Dad loves meeting everyone and going over the, all over the country too. Like so, he only loves that meeting new people. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 look at dear. You're a brilliant sportswoman. I know you're already in the infancy of your career and there's more bigger, bigger, bigger days ahead. And, you know, you might come back to talk to us here on Scarlet Bay Community Radio again sometime when you, when, you, when you move further up the ranks. And yeah. the very best looks in your college. I know you're, you're hitting, as you said, you're hitting for your will yeah. and your handball career. And thanks for taking time to come in to see here thanks on Scarlet Bay Community Radio. Thank you. Best of luck, Thank you. And once yeah. again, thanks to Liam and Oak for taking the time to talk to us. And now we look back on another glorious victory in East Clare last weekend. In, it was in minor hurling. It was uh, Fecal Kilinina's victory over the banner uh, over there in Tulla and to bring silverware to, to Fecal Kilinina. And our reporter at that match was uh, none other than the legend he, he is himself uh, from Kilinina, is James Keane. James, you're welcome once again to Scarf Bay Community Radio. Good James. It was important and uh, for Fecal Kilinina, you know, to, to, to pull the minor C and people might play down the significance of winning the minor C championship. But having said that, a good campaign for Fecal Kilinina and great to get silverware at the end of the day. Oh, no doubt about it, Leo. No doubt about it. It was a great campaign. Um, Shafters, Shafters, good game against Whitegate. They had beat us in the league two months before that and we had a great battle with them. Knew we would meet him again. But as I said, we didn't. Um, we had a handy enough win over Tola, a good win over Ninnis Diamond, and beat the banner. And whatever way it was laid out, or whatever format it was, we went straight into the final. And there was a semi-final between Whitegate and the banner. The banner coming through by a pint. Yeah, and it was a funny a funny way. I I, I wasn't too sure how it, how it ran myself, but um, Ger Hogan... Uh, told me the story of there one, one day in Scarab and I know why could were, were, were disappointed to be beaten by the banner because they were looking forward you know to, to getting another run at you uh, were, and they had some fine players that young McDonald living there across from the Huller field the Gates the super Huller so as Matt Bugler uh, Dylan White a lot of good Hullers yeah. a lot of good Hullers they'd be so the reality of it is Whitegate of all them Hullers going into one team whereas the people can lean about are going to be split in half yeah and that's you know, the thing, the James. Would be, the future would be looking better for White Gates, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's the thing. But you know, because they, yeah. they were almost as good as us, you know. Two things about what you say there, James. Though. First of all, watching White Gate uh, last weekend uh, against Fecal and the quality of some of the holders they played, you'd say all those young players White Gate had came through C championships, a C underage, which is a good sign that they can produce that skill. Secondly, the last day. Kilinina are struggling big time at adult level, as you well know, your, your sons are playing with numbers and injuries and immigration and different things. So it's vital to have maybe eight or nine lads on this squad who will be coming through. Uh, obviously, there's one or two outstanding lads. We'll talk about that in a minute. But 
it must be a bit of a boost for Kilinina. I know Fiegel have their own issues at senior level, but they are still competitive and very competitive. But for us, for us, it's important to have those numbers, getting those, um, getting that victory last weekend. Oh, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, Fiegel Kilinina would have um, given to be a fair rattle, I'd imagine. Wouldn't have won it, but would have been last four materials. No yeah, doubt about no that. No question. Um, you know, now, the Fiegel Kilinina team, there is only three of them up on the edge. Um, you're, you're the same team next year, battery. You know, you have 12 of that team again next year, which is a, a big percentage. Yeah. And James, isn't that a great advantage? You know, obviously they're going to be minor B uh, 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 next year. You know, and that's a great advantage going into the minor B championship. That you know, you're uh, that you're already looking uh, for three players, and you know, the fact that they've already played together. So it should be a seamless transition, even though the standard will be a bit higher. But there's no doubt that Fika Kinnina looking at the team and looking at the squad of players they have, well able for a James. Well, sure. as I'm going to prove this year, it's seamless enough when you win one to go up to another level if you, if you have continuity and, and have the same bunch of players again, you know. And yeah. James, I suppose the, t- the fact of the matter is, look at... I know they'll take a break. They'll take a break for now. There'll be county squads, certain training. Your own led them. One or two more maybe will be will be involved in playing at, at a higher level. Then the schools will start. You know, you'll be soon back into a, a new year again. It comes around very, very fast. And then preparations will start again for a minor B championship. Well, the funny thing is, the under-16 has to go ahead all the time. There is an under-16 competition, yeah. even though minor is under-17. So, there'll be most of them will be out again in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, so um, there's more match practice, which, which yeah. is great, great for them. James, I know, I know you all want to to uh, to um, blow your own trumpet, but uh, Ronan, your own son Ronan, is the chief, I suppose, the leader on the team, obviously on the clear, a clear centre back as well. I think at this stage, but um, he's an exceptional talent, and um, you know, it's great to see him after injury coming back to play at this level. Uh, I know, as the, I know, you won't want to mention too much about him, but just tell us, you know. What he scored the last day and what kind of strengths he has in hurling. He's cool enough anyway, but the, um, his strength is his actual his strength is actually his strength because he's I think he's six foot three or four. And um yeah. he's a big advantage to the big advantage in the modern game as you all know. You know. Um having said that, it's a bit I more than that the best on the field the last day was a Ronan Kilroy who would be his partner in a half-back line for the Thermals of 16. And uh, um, he's, I suppose, a foot smaller, but a wonderful, brilliant half-tending, you know. Kind of a Shane McGrath-style midfielder. Well, if you look, he's... So you've the tall and the short, so if just a good combination. He's going to go a long, a, a long way. There's no doubt about that. Um, but looking at that, and James, I know you, you... And again, as Pat says, you don't want to be talking up your own for that, but... Your own underestimate your own man is is just a, a, a fabulous athlete and, and a fabulous hurler and great to see him coming back from that dreaded injury. And to be fair, James, he has probably come back even better than he was before he got injured. If that's if that can be fair. Uh, I thought he said he has to be judging young fellas and that but he, he took a bit longer to come back. Um the thing was a bit slower and I think because I saw more of that bit slower to let him back because Another lad, his brother had gone back maybe a bit soon and done the knee a second time. So, yeah, you know, they're time enough. They're time enough coming back from them injuries. Young, um, his friend and white gate done at the same time. Young McDermott and came back very well as well. The boy. Well, it's so good. It's great that he got plenty of time to recover because, as I said, he's outstanding young, young prospect. And congrats to him and, and cheers to James. One other thing, uh, great credit to the Paddy Daly, I suppose, for sticking up along with these lads since they were very young. Uh, he's put a huge amount of effort into them, and it's uh, just rewards for Paddy's utter commitment to him. He has, but they love him, you know, and and it's unusual for young lads to love the manager, but they actually love tricking away with Paddy the whole time, you know, and he's he had Martin Daly helping him now, and, and yeah, they're very, yeah. very well. You know, they go on very, very well. Um, they've developed, like, Tommy Walsh, Tommy Walsh and Kim Minogue are two outstanding cornerbacks. And Patrick O'Donnell and Penny Daly manned the centre of the defence very well this year. Fiona Mara and Paul Callahan, the two wing-backs, were, as the year wore on, they got better and better and better. You know, and Henry Meloni and Owen Daly were two powerful men with the team. Yeah. Um, both, of them, both of them, as Leo could tell you, were very heritage. <laughs> um, Adam Maloney another famous of the famous Maloney family in Kilinina and Ronan Bowles of Wing Forward 
what outstanding the two of them, in fairness to them. Yeah, Pierre Griffin and Morton, Shane yeah. O'Donnell, who would be with the player minor panel, the extended panel, the Celtic Challenge himself and on daily this year. And he was a member of the minor he was a member of the minor panel member of the minor panel last year. Yeah. The minor sub goalie. And uh, the other corner forward, the two corner forwards, Aidan Dyle from Kilnana and Dylan Bebbington, who <laughs> who became a, a kind of a Shane O'Donnell on the day he got two goals and um we were all joking him after if he had stayed on, he was taken off. Corner <laughs> forwards get taken off. He was taking off and the boys were telling him that um, it was the three he got if you were left on. Yeah. You know. So obviously, it's obviously they're enjoying, the, the, you know, I know winning brings its own enjoyment, James, they're more fun, but it's obvious there's a greater atmosphere on, in, within the squad and indeed management. And as you, you mentioned, Martin Dilly, you couldn't have a nicer young fellow than Martin. First of all, he's a fine hurler, he's been thrown by injuries, but Mike Martin would be a fellow they'd look up to as well, I'm sure. I would, yeah, he'd been on and what clubs would know him well, the Kinnana boys would know him well, let it be very yeah. friendly um, they'd know him well in that, you know, and, and, and you know, people bring a bit of a, a different thing to them when they're that age group, you know, different training methods and different, you know, what seldom is wonderful when you get a new lad in. What seldom is wonderful, and is uh, it, James, you mentioned, all the lads mentioned there, I'm sure from Fik Lenkelinina, we'll be hoping, from I suppose, a Kilnina point of view, that some of those lads break through fairly soon. Uh, at intermediate um, level, Kilnina struggling big time, can we, can we avoid a drop, do you think? Um, can we avoid the drop? We can. But Good. We would have to meet a team not as strong as we've met before or else play better than we have said before. Um, and, you know, when you don't have momentum and when you're, when you're on a losing streak, yeah, you have enough to turn it. Scalp are going to have to do it as well. Um, <laughs> if we're on in the relegation, it's going to have to do it. Um, I do think we can. We have two bites to Cherry, which is a huge advantage. So they have um, Anakin the Mona Park. And then, the losers, the losers play from Nala. Uh, we beat from Nala in the Cup this year already. Um, and on half, I think we'll stay up. Yeah, I, I, um, I, 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 concur, I concur with your depth from what, I, what so. I've seen. And, uh, I, I think if, if Kinnane James can improve the day that I've seen him against um, Newmarket, the day over in Tulla, I, I was impressed enough with Kinnane that day, albeit they didn't score enough. But I, I you know, I... I think just the making, makings of, of, of a good team there, even all the time, that could be competitive at intermediate. I saw him playing over in Bodaiki earlier on this in the league game and only up to the last 10 minutes when when, when things seemed to fall away, I thought they were quite good. So I, I, I would think that Kinnanina will, will stay up. But it's important as well to stay up because with these younger players coming through and they are only going to add to the... To the and I know we, we keep saying younger players don't... You know, you need players a conveyor coming through and no more uh, than, than Kinnanina because they've been in the doldrums for a while. But I do think if they can hold up this time that the future is bright, I think, uh, you know, on the horizon for Kinnanina James. I think I think the future I think um, the immediate future I think there's a bit of light it's a bit of change the light is coming at the end of the tunnel in that I think before the years out Toby and and Carl Noonan will be back and Mikey Noonan has his so John Dunn at Juna B and he played well the last day very well against Ogunla I'd imagine he'll be called up as well and maybe forced up but I know it's the big ask but he definitely has something to bring to the table, especially in relegation, you know, old heads and, and experience. So, you know, to add into what you have, I think Carl Noonan is on the brink of coming back and Tobias is near enough to be back as well. Too you might not have vital 100% of them, but you might not have 100% of what you had this time last year, but 80% of them is better than nothing. 100 sure. 100% right <laughs> if it all represents uh, look at the lads the lads you're talking about two super holders who were injured also Mikey Noon to, to just credit Mikey with the servant the, 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 his dedication to Kilnena has been second to none and if he can come back it'd be brilliant as well James well you're all back you're all back to your uh, lesson the evening in the junior league game yeah, yeah. junior league we don't say junior league out loud <laughs> <laughs> there's no about that James look at Thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us here and thanks for doing the report on us uh, for us last Saturday on Dr. Eddie Power. Congratulations to Fikal Kinnane once again and winning the minor C. Yeah, the, the full-time score on the minor game was 316 to 112. And that's fair, that's fair scoring. And look, at continued good uh, continued good form and best wishes to all in Fikal Kinnane. And James, thanks for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarpay Community Radio. You're listening to Sportsline on Scarif Bay Community Radio, 88.3 and 92.7 in East Clare, 
around the world on ScarifBayRadio.com and on the TuneIn Radio app. Sportsline is sponsored by Derg Credit Union. And once again, thanks to James Keane for taking the time to talk to us. And now we go down uh, to the to Whitegate and another marvellous victory in East Clare uh, last weekend for, for Whitegate. They won the minor C Camogie on, on Saturday uh, with them by the minimum. It, it did have a brilliant match against Cracklow. Their young lads won the minor hurling shield on Sunday. But we are now joined on the line by uh, Whitegate Camogie uh, official uh, Deirdre Sampson. Uh, lady, you know, who does Trojan work down there off the field uh, for Waikiki Kamogi. Deirdre, you're welcome to Scarf Bay Community Radio. Thank you very much. Delighted to be with you. Deirdre, as um, we said off air, a marvellous weekend uh, for Waikiki and, you know, a great campaign in that minor Kamogi, culminating in a great, a great victory over Cretlo by the minimum last Saturday. Absolutely, absolutely. Having, having uh, won four out of the five matches in the round-robin series and having previously drawn with Cratlow uh, already in the campaign. It was a much-anticipated uh, final between the two teams and and very exciting. And, and as you said, Leo, nothing between them at the end. Yeah, and I suppose everyone going to the game knew that it, you know, it was a... They obviously haven't drawn earlier. It was going to be a 50-50 game. You, you couldn't really predict who was going to going to win it. And as it turned out, to already win by a point, you know, just says, says uh, how, how tight it was. Absolutely, the slimmest of margins in in, in GA terms. It, it was a, an epic game from start to finish, and and both teams left nothing on the pitch. It was it was a truly remarkable game in beautiful sunshine as as it transpired at this time of year. It was great to get that weather. And yeah. it really made the game for spectators and teams alike. Yeah, we've been we, we've been spoiled uh, this summer uh, by the weather that we have had, and you know, the, and it's great to, to see all the boys and girls getting to show their skills and showcase their talents on 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 on, on good pitches. Going back uh, to the white uh, to that great victory, Deirdre, and you know, as you said, to finish the campaign un, unbeaten is a marvelous achievement, deserving champions, and. You might tell us about some of the players and the mentors who were involved, uh, Deirdre. Absolutely. So I suppose this was this was no surprise to us, really, Leo. Um, some of these girls had had won an under fourteen championship in twenty twenty one. Five of this of the winning panel actually were were on the under fourteen winning team in twenty twenty one. So no surprise to us at all. We're small in number, but by God, we're strong in stature and, and in spirit. Um, you know, we we started off the campaign short in numbers, maybe some may say, but, but we fought the fight and, and, and a 13 aside competition. Uh, with missing some, of course, in every match through holidays and injuries. We had an injury late in the year to Maria Rogers and we had a wedding, a parish wedding on, on Saturday, the day of the final, quite typical. That, that these things happened together. We were missing two of our, our girls to a wedding and, and, and the injury to Maria. But, but no surprise, really, that this team came to the fore. We have strong goalie in Chantel Zevering. We have marvellous backs in Emma and Rhoda. And, and right through the team, all the way up, all the way up to Abigail Starr, who has played intermediate last year with the club. A wonderful turnout. The spirit and, and, and the commitment that these girls have shown is, is a testament to Michelle Dooley and Kira McDermott, their mentors in 2021 for the under-14 win, and again this year for the minor win. It's a marvellous testament to them. The rapport they have with the girls is amazing. Yeah, and it's important for continuity to have these girls, and you know, should they aspire, these are, are, are in, players are hopefully going to win an intermediate championship. Hopefully, all go well in uh, for Wicket in a few weeks' time. That that campaign is going well, also. And look, it's great for the girls to aspire to see these ladies that they're going to see playing intermediate, uh, coming in and giving their time back uh, to the younger girls, also. Absolutely, absolutely, and and we won. We we sorry, we got to an intermediate. Camogie final last year and that was a true inspiration I'm sure to these girls to aspire to to participate to the best of their abilities and, and, and achieve high accolades as they continue their Camogie career and as you say Leo we're, we're doing well in our intermediate campaign we have one game to play and that's on this Friday night against Eroke um, in Wolf Tones and we're also in a junior championship semi-final next Monday night against Clare Castle. So these young girls are playing 
part and parcel of those two teams and, and the younger of this minor squad are looking up to those girls and seeing what can be achieved in a small club with huge commitment and huge spirit. There's no doubt that um, the spirit and commitment has always been evident in Waikat, in both Camogie and, and Holland. There's a great, great tradition down there. Deirdre, unfortunately, um, this year, it, it, it may be remembered in, in Waikat, you know, there has been a lot of troubled times down there. It, you know, it has been hard on the people of Waikat, given the going on of this year. And, you know, we, we, we think of, of the late Michael Hines, you know, who was um, a yeah. tremendous player and a, a tremendous character around the place. And, I think it was very fitting uh, last Saturday uh, that the captains of this winning minor team, and you might tell us a small bit more about those two girls. Absolutely, and, and, and Michael was a tremendous person to have in our community. We miss him dearly. However, it was perhaps part of his inspiration along the way that got his sister and his dearly loved first cousin as joint captains last Saturday morning. It was a marvellous venture, and as Anne Marsh McMahon from Broadford on presenting the club, or the, the cup, she presented it to the Hines women. They're a strong force, the family are a strong force in our parish, especially, I suppose, in hurling and camogie circles. Yeah. Uh, a proud day for both Hines families, no doubt, to have the girls as joint captains. And, you know, I, I think, you know, it is very fitting, you know, uh, with everything that has gone on, and, and there's no doubt that the, 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 the man himself was... was, was, was Cheering the team on and leading the team on from 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 his new abode and you know credit credit great credit is due to to all concerned and we congratulate everyone on that. Deirdre, it's a hard working club. There's no doubt about that. As you said, great success in the underage. There's junior and intermediate yet to come. It's a busy a busy field at the moment down there. It is. It is indeed a busy time. A busy time. I'm just after coming from a committee meeting tonight. Lots of fun and games ahead, but that is part and parcel of living in a small community and, and it brings the community together, as you have, have alluded to. In, in troubled times, it's, it's community spirit that brings us through these, 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 these hard times and, and we work together and we enjoy the good days and the bad days together as a community. Deirdre, you, I think you've said it all there in, in a nutshell. And look, at continue at success in the adult grades and, of course, continue success in the underage grades. Waikat are an example to everybody as a, a prolific club, both in hurling and camogie. And you, you have given us a full flavour of it all there, of the spirit of the club. And Deirdre, thanks a million for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Thank you. And before I finish, perhaps congratulations to the under-17 hurlers as well this weekend, Leo, as you mentioned, on winning the Shield final against Dennis Diamond. Well, Mila Mahagot, I tell you, Deirdre, you don't leave anyone out. I think I know you work for the council, but I think maybe there's a, 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 a job further on uh, as a councillor for you in, in the future. Deirdre, go to Mila Mahagot. Fault your And that concludes our sports and so here today on Scarab Fakeman's Radio in association with Credit Union on 88.3 and 92.7 FM. My thanks, as always, to co presenter Pat McNamara. Thanks to our guests, Derek Murphy, James Keane, Liam Minogue, and Deirdre Simpson. And thanks to Jim in the control tower for keeping keeping everything on check. And thanks very much to you uh, for listening. We hope you enjoyed our program here on Scarab Bay Community Radio. And from Leo Dial, until we meet again, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn. <laughs>